Welcome to the Slow Style Home Podcast. I am so happy you're here. If you want to create a beautiful home that isn't cookie cutter or a trendy copy of someone else's, you're in the right place. And if you don't want to hurt your wallet or the planet to get one of those dream homes. And you can get started with my brand new quiz called Fix My Room. It's actually more of an assessment tool, but the word quiz, I think, sounds better because it's it's really easy to do. Just answer 20 multiple choice questions and you'll be pinpointing why your room isn't working, why it feels off, and why maybe your previous efforts haven't really panned out. Or maybe you're fairly happy with your room, but you want to make sure that your design choices are going in the right direction. Visit our website at slowstylehome.com and click on the quiz button right at the top. I'll tell you a little bit more about it later in the show. Now, let's dig into this week's episode. Hi, I'm Karen. And I'm Zandra. And we're the creators of Little Yellow Couch and the Style Matters podcast. We believe that your style comes from knowing who you are. And that's why we dig deep in these interviews to get to the substance behind the style. We are a community of people obsessed with interiors and modern homemaking. And since you're listening, please consider yourself part of the Little Yellow Couch family. If you're curious about whether or not your home has set you up to live your best life, visit our website, littleyellowcouch.com, and grab our worksheet on creating your own style manifesto. This episode is sponsored by us, Little Yellow Couch. We're taking time away from our usual sponsorship spot to tell you guys about our upcoming first ever Little Yellow Couch style retreat. This one-of-a-kind weekend will be in the antiques mecca of the Hudson River Valley, designed for women who want the luxury of splendid surroundings while developing the personal aesthetic they want to see in their homes. The retreat will revolve around creating an autobiography of your home, a personalized style book we've developed just for you. But that's not all, because what girls weekend would be complete without great food, a little DIY project, and hunting for antiques? We're going to do all of that too. Set in the gorgeous Woodhouse Lodge, newly designed by Megan Flug, we're going to make everyone feel at ease and comfortable making new friends who share your passion for all things home. The retreat is October 12th through 14th, and early bird signups begin on our website starting June 4th. If you'd like to know all of the details, visit littleyellowcouch.com forward slash retreat. That's littleyellowcouch.com forward slash retreat. We would love to see you there. Today we're sharing another episode of On the LYC. You've probably already figured this out, but LYC stands for Little Yellow Couch, and it symbolizes everything we're about, making time to have meaningful conversations about creating a home you love while sitting comfortably in a beautiful space, or at least on an aesthetically pleasing piece of furniture. 
So what can you expect to hear on these kinds of episodes? Well, over the past few seasons, we've been collecting little bits of wisdom from the stylists we've had on the show, and we've noticed different design themes emerge. Starting in 2017, whenever we do an episode of On the LYC, we're going to dig deep into one of these themes. Oh, and if you're curious, you can see our aesthetically pleasing little yellow couch on the show notes page of this episode. Okay, let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of On the LYC. So today, Zandra and I are being inspired by the fact that we have just a wee bit of spring fever. Mm. And so we're a little unfocused in a <laughs> in a very lovely, creative way. Right. We want to play. <laughs> exactly. So the other day, Zandra and I started having a conversation about our dream homes. And then in the middle of that, all of a sudden we were like, we just need to stop talking about this. This is gold. No. <laughs> Podcast gold. Podcast gold. Yeah. Uh, maybe that maybe was that's an exaggeration. An over- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it really got us thinking about uh, sort of this idea of a dream home. And I think it might be interesting to talk about both that sort of achievable dream home mm-hmm. uh, that we're all striving for, and then also that sort of daydreaming. Yes, the big, big dream home or the big dream dream home. Or, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The, the self-cleaning, full-staff <laughs> dream home. Yes. At least that's mine. <laughs> yes. Well, and I think why we wanted to stop talking about it casually and save it for a recording for one of these episodes is that we think that you guys... I know you guys all have dream homes in your heads too. And so we're hoping that this is that this is fun just to talk about. Let's just talk about our dream homes and we want to hear from you guys. So when we're posting on Instagram this week, we're going to be asking you a lot of questions about your dream homes and um, or you can just shoot us an email always if you want to share your dream home with us that way. Right. Um, but I like this idea of talking about how to create a dream home that's um, now Exactly. With what you already have. And then, so what do you want to start with? Our big, big dream? So let's talk about the big, big, crazy dream. What do you picture? Yeah. Well, when you talked about having a staff, that that, that (laughs) does sound really good. Although I could never have a live-in staff because I would be way too embarrassed to... show my true colors in front of anybody but my immediate family. (laughs) Um, But uh, that does sound nice. Um, Sometimes I think, you know, I just want simple things like... I don't want to have to go to the icky basement to wash my clothes and dry my clothes. And then I think, okay, I got to be grateful that I even have a washer and dryer because when I lived in New York and Chicago, I had to haul my stuff to a laundromat. So things have improved. So... it, it's funny. I have, I daydream about my favorite, you know, my dream spaces. And I have two daydreams. One is what I hope is going to be a reality. We have fallen in love with living in a loft space. We love the tall ceilings, uh, the one floor living. I'd want more square footage mm-hmm. uh, and more exposed brick. Mm. Uh, but I, we love, we have exposed pipes and exposed beams and ductwork. But I would really love to design a space from scratch, like an interior mm-hmm. from scratch. Would a fireplace also be in that? 
Um, I mean, it would be wonderful. I don't know. The types of the buildings we're looking at might not already have them, and therefore True. we wouldn't be able to. Right. So it's not a... Deal breaker. Deal breaker. Yeah. Thank you. But exposed brick might be. <laughs> yes, I definitely would love some exposed yes, brick. Yes. And and my dream kitchen looks like an old bar. Oh, nice. Like I want to have and open to the whole space. So it's just mm-hmm. sort of this almost like an exposed galley kitchen. Okay. And I want stools up to it built into the into mm-hmm. the floor mm-hmm. and the whole back wall to be like it, it would be in an old bar like you know? mirrored w- with shelves in the bottles where right. you can see like the light with bottles, through them. but then I would on probably I'd probably have like a bar thing in the center uh-huh. and then either side would have our plates and right and right and stuff like cool. that uh but so, so I daydream about all of those types of things. And also my dad was an antique clock collector. And I just have this dream of doing this like crazy wall of like all shelf clocks, yes. like all yes. mounted to the wall. I just want space to do these really big, almost like installation. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I dream about. But then I also, I have this... This home that I visit in my daydreams, uh-huh. it's a farm and I have a barn with animals, except for I don't actually have to do any work. Right. Just, you have people for that. I have people for that. And it's <laughs> it's actually it's actually an art retreat and it has cabins going oh. up into the woods. And then there's this huge barn where they, at the near the end of their stay, they have this big art showing oh. and all of the community comes. But then like we have like something like Sunday night dinners uh-huh. where everyone gets together and we have a meal and then we share about our different creative projects that we're working on right. so that people get inspiration from if there's a writer there or right. a, a sculptor or painter or photographer that they can all work off of each can I come? Sorry. I want to come. God, this is my new dream too. It's it's That's like, fantastic. I, I I visit there every day. Wow! <laughs> As I'm falling asleep. I mean, there's like a garden and everything yeah. that like feeds all the artists, and you know. <laughs> but you don't do any. Gardening. I don't do because there's dirt and bugs, <laughs> and you get sweaty, and I just can't. Yeah, but you want to be able to see it from the window. Exactly. <laughs> all right, so I I guess I have two different dream homes too. <laughs> Not just one. Um, well, one of them is in the desert because, as I've said many times on this podcast, my husband and I love Santa Fe. I get off the plane and step out into that particular kind of heat and immediately see the colors that are in the hills that are um, ochre and uh, reds and purples with a teeny tiny bit of green. And I just, I'm, I feel like I'm on another planet. It is so different mm. than New England. It's so different from any, you know, my childhood, everything that I just love being in this kind of foreign place. Um, but my dream home would be up in the hills in Santa Fe. Sometimes I think I want to live downtown Santa Fe, but probably not. I probably want to live up in the hills in one of those homes that's really tucked into the mountains so that you can't really see it. And I'm sure they have zoning laws that require this because that's how a lot of the homes are up there. You can't really, they're not, they don't stick out like a sore thumb. They really are very respectful of the land surrounding them. And it would be all white, which is totally not what I have in my house right now. It would be all white with those thick adobe walls. And there would be a Mm. different kind of skull in every room. 
like a big cow skull in one room, but maybe a sheep skull, a ram skull um, that were found in the desert, you know, not necessarily by me, but <laughs> <laughs> on one of your daily hikes, <laughs> right? because, you know, I love to hike, not, um, the colors would all be in the textiles that the rugs would be maybe Navajo rugs. Cause there's a lot of Navajo, um, people that come into Santa Fe to sell their wares. There'd be a lot of baskets the furniture would be deep, dark, jewel tones, um, and it would have these little reading nooks in them that, that again, think of those thick adobe walls with those little arched arched doorways, kind of, right. that would have this little cozy cushion in them. And there'd be a little, little tiny wooden windowsill with this little window. Oh. And through the window, you can see the desert, and you can see some cactus, and um, and... The only other thing in that little nook would be books. Um, and it would be small. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't need to be huge. I'm sure the kitchen would have to be state of the art because <laughs> it is my dream home after all. <laughs> but there's something about that mix of color. Like up high, the walls and the ceiling would all be white. And down low was where all of the colorful furniture would be. And then my second dream home would have to involve the very opposite, which is the ocean or a lake. I'm coming around to lakes, some kind of water. I just want to be able to see water from my windows. It does something to calm me down and make me feel like I'm in, I don't know, appreciating nature in a way that I don't, for example, when I'm on a walk in the woods, when I just kind of want to get through the walk, I'm kind of bored. Every tree looks the same to me. <laughs> but every wave looks different. <laughs> so that's why I'm an ocean girl. Um, but anyway, what I what really my ideal ocean beach cottage would be would actually, I'm realizing, not even be on the beach. It would be almost like in a city or a town where I can walk down to the water, Mm. where I can collect my seashells, I can just roll up my pants and get my feet wet. But I don't need a suntan. I don't need to be on a beach. I don't need a lot of sand to be tracking back in. I just want to be able to touch the water on a daily basis if I wanted to because it's that close. And then I would come back to my little city apartment where it would be nice and small and cozy, but I'd be able to get to the art museum and the theater and go see, you know, a band and do all those city things that I also love. I don't know if either one of these big dream homes is is in my future, but those are what they would be. Well, so I want to share an observation that I've had as I've been listening to your stories and then reflecting back on my dream homes as well. Uh-huh. All of our stories relied very heavily on our lifestyle. Okay. In these homes. Yeah. And I'm just wondering if we can ask ourselves, allow yourself to daydream and then really figure out, are there ways that I can incorporate this and which parts of them are lifestyle and which parts of them are the brick and mortar of our homes and the things that we put in it. Well, the other thing that you said that's really kind of resonating with me is that when you said, when we've described our, our daydream, our, our homes, our big dream homes, they are rooted very heavily in lifestyle and how we want to live. And they're also rooted very heavily in place. Right. But the lifestyle part, the place we might not be able to change at the moment. Right. Right. But the lifestyle part 
is is an interesting way to think about how you want to spend your resources yeah. on your home. If you know, instead of worrying about the fact that you know you don't have the marble countertop or the I don't know the the walk-in steam shower <laughs> or you know whatever people right. you know people they right. have these things on their list of this is what I want in my home and it's like it's a checklist Absolutely. and I have to tick all the boxes and I I think we do that when we're actually buying a home but then we don't really let it go we still think oh I'm right. missing this you know all these little tick boxes that didn't get checked as opposed to saying, but how do I want to live? Well, I want to live where I have that feeling that I have when I'm at the beach and I'm so relaxed and, you know, that kind of a thing. And then, so maybe instead of worrying about the fact that you don't have a walk-in steam shower, maybe just think about, I'm just going to spend the money on a new carpet, a new a new um, uh, area rug right. that has the colors in it that make me feel alive and, and, and rested and, and relaxed and that's a you know that's a seven hundred and fifty dollar investment maybe right right versus you know ten thousand dollars but that might be a better use of your resources so, so this brings me to um, our retreat that's coming up yeah so we're going to skip over our obsessions right because we're uh, obsessing about the retreat exactly yeah. so we're not really skipping over and we don't want this to sound too salesy but not at all we are really excited about this and so so we just wanted the opportunity to just sort of chat about why we're so excited yeah. about it and I think it really it really connects with this idea of creating your dream space yes that the retreat is called it's a style retreat it's called the autobiography of your home we're so excited we're very excited to be working with Megan Flug yes shout out to her interior designer extraordinaire we interviewed her oh I don't know a couple of years ago maybe possibly yeah you can definitely find that that episode. Such a great interview. She is so incredibly creative. She's also really, really nice. So fun, so relaxed. And she has uh, her own new endeavor, which is she has bought a lodge in upstate New York and has fulfilling one of her dreams, which is to create this inn or, right. you know, lodge, hotel, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And it's called the Woodhouse Lodge. Woodhouse Lodge. And it, it she, it, she personally is redesigning it and having it re, you know, refinished and everything, but all of the interiors are all her own. And of course it's fabulous. Yeah. She, what we've always loved about her is, is that she does all of these sort of like really high-end DIYs yeah. in the spaces that, that she takes on. And so, you know, if she has a headboard in a space, it's it's just not like anything you've seen before. Right, right. I mean, she just, she has this one little nook uh, that's all like vintage vinyl. Yeah, and, you yeah. Know, with the, a record player. The record player there. And so you can just picture yourself holding up in that corner and and listening to to some music. And I'm picturing the music playing in the background as we have our cocktails before right, dinner. Yes. <laughs> and our Sandra went straight to the cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> but it is going to be a working retreat, so not too many cocktails. Right. Just a few. I'm excited about every single piece of it, which I guess makes sense since we're designing it. So right. <laughs> stuff in that we were really excited it's, about. It's all about us. No. But it, it, really, it truly is. It's like one of my dream weekends. You know, speaking of a dream house, this is right. like my dream weekend with, with friends and new friends that I'm going to meet, which are you guys. It's going to be our podcast come to life. Yeah, absolutely. 
That's a great way to put it. And and the core the core of it are these um, these style books that we're going to provide for you guys, and we're going to take you through some really fun exercises on how to fill them out and get yourself thinking differently about your home and how to approach it so that when you do go home, you're very inspired to make some changes. But I'm also really excited about the other stuff we're going to do. Yeah, we're going to do Shibori dyeing. Yes, I've been dying to do that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I really couldn't help it. <laughs> uh, we're going to have our meals catered. Yes. Can I... I know. I'm, I'm going so, just for that. <laughs> I'm sick of cooking on vacation. It, it, Who, who's exactly. with me? Yeah. Just it, just the day-to-day. Apparently, the people that we live with need yeah. to eat every All day. All the time. Three times a day. It is so annoying. Exactly. So None of that will have to happen on this weekend. It's all planned and prepared and given to us. Exactly. Yes. Um, that's exciting. We're going antiquing. I know. I know. Well, antiquing. And they're going to be places that Megan knows and loves, so she's kind of leading the way on that. Um, but I think because we're going to be there as a group and we'll already have spent a little bit of time getting to know each other, you know how it is when you're when you're antiquing and you see something like, oh my God, you got to come see this. It's an elephant. And I know that you've been looking for a brass right. elephant. And I think we're going to be able to do that for each other, which is really fun. That is fun. Yeah. And beautiful rooms, like beautifully yeah. appointed rooms. Yeah. The lodge itself is going to be so inspirational just because Megan designed it and it's it's gorgeous. And then when we're working on some of our workshop type things, we're going to be in a barn. Yep, a cool barn that Megan also has on the property where we can be really messy if we want to. This is starting to sound like my dream home. <laughs> it is. It's sounding like your like your retreat, this exactly. artist retreat. Only this is just a weekend. Um, and just in case, I want to just say, in case people don't know what shibori dyeing is, it's that Japanese um, art of um, putting cloth into indigo, uh, vats of indigo, but you know you've wrapped them um, in wood or tied them in knots, or so it's got. A, I mean, I suppose it does it's have a little bit tie dye. It's classy tie. It's got a little <laughs> bit of tie dye to it, but it's that beautiful, beautiful um, color of indigo that. Right. And it's, I, I think it, more than tie-dyeing, it's, it's more about coming up with a pattern. Right. How you fold the cloth, which is exactly. what, so Megan's going to lead that workshop because she knows how to do this stuff. And, um, and the other nice thing is that we can make a mess there and not have to make a mess with indigo baths right. in our own homes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but we get to come home with something that we've handmade, which is really exciting. Um, so we're just obsessed. We are obsessed with this weekend coming up and we hope that you'll be able to join us. Thanks so much for listening. Our time together doesn't have to stop after this episode. We often talk with people about whatever's on their minds when it comes to their homes. If you follow us on Instagram, you can send us a comment or send us an email. We love that too. The best way to be part of the Little Yellow Couch community is to start at the beginning with your own style manifesto and then share it with us. Just go to littleyellowcouch.com and download your worksheet today. Thanks so much for listening. I know your time is valuable and I really do appreciate you spending it with me. And please, please, please take a minute to leave a review for Slow Style Home wherever you get your podcasts. It honestly does help keep this show on the air and your feedback is highly valuable to me. Have a great day and I'll be back in your earbuds soon. 
Bye for now. <laughs>